0: Welcome back to another episode of Hype A with me, Kristalina, as your host. Today we have Hong Shi, who is a London based Chinese artist. Hong Shi Li holds an MA, a master's in fine art in creative and cultural entrepreneurship from Goldsmiths University of London 2019, and a BA in fine art as well. She's collaborated with Dat Eagle. Uh, on shows in London, and she's recently been commissioned by Rimova in Berlin. So let's welcome Hong Xie. How are you doing, Hong Xie? Thank you for coming to Pay. How's your background? Where where do you come from? I'm 100% pure Chinese. <laughs> from Amazing.
1: the older generation I can trace back to everyone is grounded in China so I'm actually the first person in my entire family that go abroad and kind Amazing. of like living abroad and speak english wow <laughs> so yeah so everything else in
0: my family they're just pure chinese <laughs> and and where in china cuz i've i've been to china where in china are you all from like your family your ancestors your ancestry where right you
1: um i actually don't know way back i don't know like my ancestors but um the town i grew up is called shaman and they also got like a very cute name called mo um, which mm-hmm. is like a seaside a uh, coastal town in china and uh-huh. back in history this is like a one it's there it's like a desert island to have a couple of fishermen catch fish and feed themselves that's it
0: wow. <laughs> and which which region the north side um, west uh it's in south south so of south. town in a fujian so province Okay, Fujin. put it this way,
1: put it this way, you know Taiwan, right?
0: Yes, yes, yes. So
1: basically, geographically, we are crossing to Taiwan. And yes. during the winter, um, the grandpa and grandma were trying to swim to Taiwan. <laughs> so that's like mm-hmm. one you know, of the marathon extreme activity they would do. So yeah, mm-hmm. that's how close the, the town is to Taiwan. Um, is, it, is it
0: quite close to Guangxi province?
1: Guangxi... Oh, my geography is really bad.
0: Because <laughs> I've been there. I've been there. Oh, um, um, yeah. The maybe it's not
1: far. <laughs> but anyway. I can't tell how close that is. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, back in the history, Xiamen is a town in the middle of the nowhere. And I think in the Qing era, uh, the government lost the war. So then yeah. they're just giving away ch- uh, the town to be the trading place as mm-hmm. the pay payoff, payback. Like, how yes. do you call it? yeah in exchange the exchange so mm-hmm. i think because of that there's a, like more culture economy and people coming to the town so the I bad mean, thing came out to be a good thing similar to hong kong actually as a yeah train. i was
0: thinking yeah. yeah i was thinking about hong kong actually my um just fun fact for you yeah. and for high pay listeners my grandmother was born in hong kong and oh wow. uh, yeah and uh yeah anyway so i have a connection with china in that way and she was raised amazing. there as
1: well. yeah oh my best friend my best friend is from hong kong as well
0: amazing that's so yeah. cool yeah. um I've, I've yet to go to hong kong i was so close but um in the south of china i was in guilin and then guang shua and then guangxi province as well and i also mm-hmm. went to shanghai to. oh um, whoa. i love the south of china i just think it's absolutely beautiful i love it wow it what bright. what year that is that was in 2010 2010 right right oh, right well, so, a while ago things changed things <laughs> have changed a lot I'm sure a lot they a they lot did. um and so you know what what made you come to the UK and you know obviously you speak English and you're the first person as you say in your yeah. family who's left China which is an amazing thing to do yeah 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 um, it was a very
1: spontaneous decision, <laughs> yeah. Um, because I was not really fit into the education system in China. Yeah. Um, yeah, actually, it reminds me recently I watched this film called uh, One Flew Over Revisit the film called One Flew Over the Coca Coco co- 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 Cookie's coconut? Yes, yeah. yeah, that film literally sums up all my upbringing in China.
0: <laughs> wow. Tell us about that. Yeah. Tell us about that.
1: Um, yeah, it just... I don't know. Okay, maybe I can come back to the film and that, how that relates to me with some segment or the memory of me um, grow up in China, uh, in a town. You know, like, uh, the uh, you saw the film, right? Yeah, a while
0: back. But, and like, back,
1: a while ago. Read the book yeah. as well. Read the yeah. book as well. Yeah. Do you remember the main character called Ma- uh, Mac Murphy? Mm-hmm the prison guy who's like a criminal, but then he went to the this psycho hospital. And then mm-hmm. the, towards the end of the film, um, there's a moment he's trying to strangle, kill the nurse who are the representation of the authority. Mm-hmm. And that moment reflects my own experience. was literally um when I was trying to punch my teacher in high school. <laughs> I was like trying to kick her and punch her on the face in high school. <laughs> really? And wow. I literally sympathize with Morphe so much because I know that we all try to make difference, but the authority just make yeah, you know, you can't change anything from the authority. And that frustration, anger and dissatisfaction just come into this physical violence that you just mm-hmm. wanna, you know, yeah. just throw your violence out there to change something. Um, absolutely yeah and also i remember clearly um you know like because <laughs> in this psycho hospital you have to go go through this dryest, the boring therapy session like everyone sat there talking shit <laughs> and the mother <mermaid laughs> said oh there's a war club going on oh, we should watch tv instead of therapy and then the nurse said okay but we need to vote so the mm-hmm. first round. Like everyone want to watch TV, but no mm-hmm. one raised their hand. Cause they, cause like the nerds literally said, if you raise your hand, we can change the rule. But no <laughs> one raised their hand. Mm-hmm. And that I sympathize it so much. Like isn't I felt like it was not just me unhappy with the school system, but no one said it out loud. No one voiced it. No one stand out to against to it. Like even though people are unhappy about it. <laughs> so yeah. that's the first one the vote and the second round of the vote you know people being encouraged being inspired so they start raising their hands but mm-hmm. there's still lack of like one vote you know you have to be the majority so you just need yes. one vote and a movie was literally go around the whole cycle hospital you're know, trying to convince psycho to raise their hand mm-hmm. and eventually go one more vote you know like he can literally change the rule and turn on the tv
0: mm-hmm.
1: but the nurse just closed the window and said sorry Murphy the time is off mm-hmm. <laughs> you know you, you just such a cold response like you being so motivated taking your action trying to change the rule and you you did it but then they would just on another cold rule say sorry the time is over
0: <laughs> yeah i mean what i'm definitely hearing and what you're saying is lack of humanity inhumane i'm also hearing oppression as well And I can't help but, you know, think about that on a sort of larger scale with my understanding of my experience being in China for a month um, of the restrictions, even back in 2010. And then in 2000 and late 2010 to 2011, um, there was Ai Weiwei that was kidnapped uh, yeah. You know, we won't go yeah. into it, of course, because I, yeah. I want to make sure that your life is not in jeopardy with what I'm saying, et cetera, et cetera. Because <laughs> there's also that thing. It's like a psychological thing, isn't it? Like, we've got to be careful what we talk about with China. And I remember being there and like being with um, mainland Chinese people and Taiwanese people and even some Japanese people as well, on part of this symposium when I was there. And we all felt this, you can't talk about this, you can't talk about that. And fear of life and fear of freedom. Yeah, yeah. And especially
1: this problem that occurred uh, when I entered middle school, which is like I'm on the age of 11. And I don't think I'm trying to be the best student or like rebel to certain things because I was so young, you know, like I was like literally age of 11. And mm-hmm. I think it's something like a nature in me that I felt I like the I just cannot stand the rule. Or like there's something, I don't know, it's like something in me, I felt like the environment has compressed me in a certain way. And I felt like that was my natural reaction to the environment because I was so young. I'm not sophisticated enough to, you know, navigate around the rules, you know. I'm just like respond. Yeah. yeah, I'm just kids. I don't think I'd never, I think I didn't want it to be the best student. I didn't want to be rebel, but like, it just, it just, yeah, I just couldn't be me mm. in that environment. And I remember like in the middle school, one of the teacher, the math teacher, and she is using her ruler, you know, the triangle rulers, it was the pointed part, pointed at my forehead in front <gasps> of everyone, very hard. I was like, I was like a bit bruised, but you know the point of it. And then she was like, say one sentence I still remember to now is that she said, you might hate me right now, but you'll feel thankful to what I told you now when you grow up. But that sentence stuck in my head. I was like, okay, I do feel like I, you know, I do not appreciate how you treat me right now. But maybe you would change. You want to grow up. You know, have mm. the the you know be more distant to looking back to it. But yes. funny enough, till this day, I still disagree the way she treated me back in the mm. school, and I was still on the side with my little me at that time. You know.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it. it, it yeah, I mean, it's. It sounds like a really harrowing and horrific experience to experience as a kid, where you have a teacher who is meant to be educating you about the world okay but is ending up using physical force Mm -hmm. um and and fear-mongering to make you understand to force you to understand and even then in your childlike self you thought well maybe when I'm older I'll I'll have that reflection and go oh yeah Yeah. maybe I've But actually you're still that child you still have the inner child within you that's saying hang on that's still not right even today as an adult that's still not right right. (laughs) exactly and and how does you know because obviously you're an artist you know you've you've trained at goldsmiths
1: the goldsmiths period was more of me trying to
0: be uh, a commercial woman (laughs) i'm trying to be this woman (laughs) Yeah, because Gold, Goldsmiths definitely have that reputation of um, high grade quality um, exhibitions. Because I went to Chelsea Art College for my MA. Um, oh, wow. And I, I collaborated with Goldsmith students and Royal College of mm. Art students mm. as well. Um, but yeah, Goldsmiths have, have this reputation of like amazing curatorial, cu- curator oh god I can't even remember what, use the yeah, word. <laughs> curatorial. yeah curatorial experiences, cura- curated shows, everything is like perfectly aligned mm. you know um, there's a really massive academic uh, fine art approach and theoretical approach as well to exhibitions mm. and how one mm. presents the work. Mm. Um, did you feel with that commercial input did you feel like you were sort of somehow conforming somehow? Um,
1: actually the course i choosing to do in goldsmiths was not really relevant to art even though they have like our title in the in the course <laughs> in a course yeah. but it was more like teaching the creative how to be an entrepreneur Um, nice. because i felt like when i graduated from chelsea i had a lot of fantasy of like what's the real world like because the only thing i have been experienced is just being an artist so i really yeah. want to see what other title or job or sectors I can do in a society so right. then I made a decision that I wanted to start my own companies I want to run a business like my parents Amazing. <laughs> so, the, so the goldsmiths course is kind of like a sweet spot in between you know like art and business so that's why yeah, I went yeah. there mm-hmm. Um. so yeah such a shame I didn't experience the the nice professional curatorial <laughs> <laughs> part of the Goldsmiths and, and I just more about like the business side of it um yeah excellent and so did you set up a company then did you set up a yeah and it's funny you know I feel like all my story in education is such ironic so I think <laughs> I was the only person didn't pass the class <laughs> <laughs> amazing. and then but then I was the only person to got the endorsement for the business amazing yeah so Basically, my dissertation went failed because it was a horrible dissertation. <laughs> <laughs> don't know how to write, but uh, I, I was able to put my first ever business plan together, and I knew I didn't have a good relationship with the Goldsmiths because my study was so shit. <laughs> 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 so then, bring my business plan back to
0: UAL and proposed it. Yeah. To- look this is my business plan what do you think <laughs> so uh, ual ual high pay listeners is university of the arts london right which is yeah where the chelsea art college is U- university of the arts london is a conglomeration of chelsea college of art Central yeah. st martin's london college of communications yeah london college of, Com- yeah. uh, london college of fashion etc cetera, etc cetera, yeah. et and that's all part of the umbrella of ual university of the arts yeah. london
1: yeah. So basically um because I'm in Chinese, so I need a particular tier of the visas called Star Art Visa. And yeah. UL is a big umbrella. They have they are the endorser. Okay, endorse is that the
0: H one? H one visa?
1: I can't remember now.
0: I had a, I had a few Chinese friends of mine um at Chelsea Art College that I think applied for that yeah okay. i
1: think oh, i can't really remember the technical name for that anyway visa, but, <laughs> yeah but, uh, anyway at the time it's called star visa but i don't know like was the academic yeah. term yeah so then yeah i just bring my business plan back to url and proposed them, and they liked it and mm-hmm. they endorsed me with the visa for two years and allowed me to run my first ever startup so yeah i did <laughs> run a startup with amazing
0: a, yeah and what was the startup? Tell us tell us about your startup. Uh, the, start- <clears throat> the startup was called
1: Flinch. And uh, the ideas was it's an art rental platform, online art rental platform, and I wanted to support emerging artists. It's kind of like a fantasy idea. So I'm trying to rotate the R um between different office building, hospitality business, and the retail space. So hmm. The R doesn't just sit in your studio and getting dust. And yes. it's like a rotation rental kind of surface. So what's it called? Is it called flinch? Flinch. P-L-I-N-C-H. So instead of flinch. So plinch. we change the T to C. Yeah. Flinch. Plinch. And oh, it's No, the business one down like Hills. <laughs> oh is it is? And, yeah, and and how, how come? Yeah. Um. So yeah, so because I, uh, I'm a newbie in the commercial world, I have no idea how to do anything. <laughs> so it's, I, it took me about a year to set up my first um, um website and also, you know, register the company, get all the unique selling points together. I don't know, just yeah. all the form together and got the branding together, you know, all that yeah. stuff. So that took me about a year. And I work with five freelancers yeah. and also put things together. And mm-hmm. by the time I launched my website, I hit the <laughs> lockdown. And my, yeah, in- yeah, my initial targeting was all the offices and the retail
0: space. And uh, yeah. They were closed. They were closed. <laughs> they weren't open, mate. They weren't open. Geez, So how did you deal with that, that blow?
1: Um, yeah. So I was trying to pivot. I was trying to okay, so maybe I can do the supply for the interior firm, interior design okay. firm. Um, but I think now looking back, I think the business was failed, partially it's because of the pandemic, mm-hmm. but partially I think I'm far not. I don't have enough resources to able mm-hmm. to provide that support as a business, mm-hmm. and in a personal level, I realize. I'm the per- I'm not a person to make the art happen. I'm mm-hmm. more like a person trying to make art. Um, yeah, because at that time I thought, okay, if I'm going to do some business related to art, I will feel as inspired as an artist. But yes. to try that, I realized, no, it's not the same. <laughs> it's not the same. Even if it's related
0: to art, even though I see art all the time, but it's not the same. So. It's not the same. And I think that's probably why, again, going back to your childlike self, where you had this authority figure who is mm. like enforcing an idea on you, you know, that's the inner artist that's speaking out. Yeah. You know, yeah. something had to change. You wanted to change the system somehow. And yeah. I think I think what I'm understanding is by you going the commercial route, for example, and, and setting up a business was sort of having some sort of sense of control. Mm. over and how society in the arts in particular could be run mm. and when it fails it's a blow to the psyche I have to say because mm. I and mm. I feel that I feel that because I've also experienced that before myself like I set up a I went to London College of Fashion as well mm. before I did my MA and mm. I learned how to do leather goods handbags mm. Mm. and it took a year to do all of that get everything sorted you know everything yeah. you're talking about I totally understand I've been there and yeah. then it, fa- it failed just before launching, failed, <laughs> failed, quote unquote. But, you know, when I look back on it, I've also read and, and, and understood and learned that so many entrepreneurs, so many interesting, let's say, quote unquote, successful people have mm. had multiple failures in their life, in their businesses. Yeah. They've opened and yeah. closed businesses, you know, yeah. and I think it's just part of part of the path. I think for yeah. for free thinking people. How about
1: your remover, um, yeah. Generation? So yeah, remover is actually my first commission work, which is my first baby step because the production uh, has been an issue in my practice, as you know. Like sculptures, is yeah, it is. Um, uh, yeah, it, it burns your money. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so for me i am very happy that i had this little step forward which is like start taking commissions which covered my productions my work so felt very happy about it absolutely um yeah and have you seen the videos of- i
0: did i i've seen the videos and we'll be sharing that across um high pay as well um Ooh, it's wow. quite performative as well you know the work that yeah. you did it's quite performative. Yeah. Um, tell us about the concepts and just tell us about the beginning and end of your video concepts to the yeah. high pay listeners.
1: Yeah, sure. I guess, like, as you said, the work is, like, very performative and I think amount of all the commission I have done across the 60 creatives, I'm the only one actually have the performance um, elements with the work and wage has been difficult for them because they never displayed any like video work uh in a show as well mm-hmm. and i think the i think from the previous show shaped i really it really opened up the door for me about the performance um mm-hmm. through working with uh olive hardy and all the things we putting um the show together because like i would never imagine myself into performance because that's yes. the that that I'm staying far from like <laughs> I personally wasn't a big fan of a performance, and I don't see myself as a performer, so performance never uh, in my uh, interest. Um, yeah. and the starter of that is just like the first chair that I fabricated in physical is the school chair. And I thought, okay, I can just sit in that school chair. <laughs> Um, with the back bent over and i got to just read a book on it. <laughs> and I just was simply recording a video in my studio and it went online and people's response just crazy. Then I realized the body, the performance is the activation of my sculptures. So then mm. we take that further into shapes, which the whole show was surrounded, uh, it, it was centered around the performance and it lead up to like world building because when you start doing the performance you start consider about the sound you start consider mm. about the space the light the scent so everything really comes together as like a wall building pieces then after shaped i start realize this combination is the direction i want to do a performance plus uh, uh, the performance and the sculpture together is the final piece of the work um, so yeah, so then the Remoa uh, commissions, I also carry on this new direction I'm funding, which is a performance piece, a performative sculptures. And yes. it is very interesting working with like a very well-known brand, because <laughs> I pitched yeah. them a few different ideas and and they decided this uh, strider, strider ideas, um, but then it is very radical for them. They love yeah. the idea yeah they love the ideas and they say yes but then after they say yes they come back to me say "Uh, I found this a bit radical because we're being known for (laughs) the high quality protection and you're gonna destroy anything that is going to put into our suitcase
0: literally literally shedding your clothes inside the suitcase and your necklace as well and you're also like stripping off half nude with underwear on but you're shedding and shredding all of that within the suitcase uh yeah which is it it it's quite a strong statement visually isn't it as i'm looking at it it now as we're speaking yeah and then yeah it is so then it has been a
1: long conversation like i'm trying to fight with my ideas um with the brand and then um my point was that it's going to be an art piece. It's going to transform into an art piece and it's going to be a conceptual work. So this is what it is. And we should stay strong with the concept. So I'm wow. very glad um, they are able to embrace the ideas and support the ideas to the real life. So mm. yeah, which yeah, which I found it is interesting. And also I had a more crazy ideas because at the end I'm minimal, um at the end, I decided to go for like one piece of black dress with a yes. lot of crystal to symbolize the luxury extravagant vibe. But little black
0: dress concept. Yeah. Gotta yeah, go. But, then, yeah.
1: but initially, I wanted to thread in luxury goods. <laughs> yes. But then I realized that is even more controversial because like, no matter what brand I'm going to thread in Bremoa's case, that kind of brings up attention. So yeah, it is a very funny place to be, but uh, I'm glad I did
0: it, and I'm. Oh my god, it's uh, amazing! It looks honestly, high pay listeners. You must, you must have a look and see it because uh, it is it is so strong. This message, Um, it 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 brings about a lot of ideas about agency, um, ideas about femininity, ideas about. Commercialism,
1: you know, Um, yeah. And then this video was shared by two, a few other um, cultural platforms, and Mm -hmm. it's very interesting to receive all the feedbacks. You know, like people were commenting on that stuff, and um, yeah, there's definitely a lot of like positive feedback and also negative feedbacks, like and. Yeah, it's very interesting to see the critical feedback because, you know, because I think this work is more controversial in a way that, you know, it's extravagant. It's, it's a luxury. People question about, like, how much money you put in, all that stuff. And yes. also, you know, I'm a half nude. People are commenting on the women body, like, oh, you're oh, half yeah. nude, but you are not taking everything off. Like, what's your... Is that oh. a decent like is that the fantasy? Why you keep your pants or bra on? Like, what's it about? Oh, why I didn't sweat the shoes? Um oh you didn't unplug oh yeah
0: like you know all sort of like comments uh, yeah. yeah well but... trust me trust me you're gonna you're gonna get those questions anyway because you are a woman it, it, you are you identify as a woman don't you yeah 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 and so and it's the same with me too like I get comments like that about yeah. posing nude painting nude uh I get comments about wearing clothes you know uh yeah I get comments about all sorts of crazy things and I think yeah I think in a way I've had to learn how to embrace that. Yeah. The rough and the smooth, the dark and the light. And people are always going to have opinions and they won't always necessarily understand your intention. Yeah. yeah. You but keep yeah. doing it.
1: But the thing is like, after I read the comment, what is the most meaningful thing for me is I realized I actually don't really care about the comments. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: because I, because
1: I fucking realized that what I really care is have I bring my idea fully in life? Yes. You know, the process of executing the ideas, executing the concept into the physical piece. That's what I care the most because once mm-hmm. the idea is out, it's out there and all the judgment are personal. It's because all depends on their conditions, their experience, their cultural background, exactly. or even like on the day. So that is out of my reach. So whatever the judgment they give me, I don't even care. But True. I realize what I care the most is have I brained my ideas fully in life. And the and the plus I was like very appreciate my direct community, you know, the people uh I I'm surrounded ways are super positive and supportive of my work which is such a gift and I really really appreciate that and it was such a good encouragement you know Mm -hmm. but but also the good things about it is it lives online and you're able to be spread and Mm -hmm. then you know like more people in different places gonna see it but their judgment is like out of my control so
0: absolutely and I I think I think living a life online is quite interesting in itself um you know you're totally totally right about it and of course you know your understanding of it like when you put the product out there online people are going to have their it's no longer yours you know it's it's someone else's it's someone else's now um and and how you know you're talking about touching on ideology there just for a second Mm. What's your response from people from China who are able to see this video online if they're able to see it on social media from the West?
1: Yeah, I have, I'm not sure. Yeah, <laughs> I'm actually not sure, but I know. Um, by the time I was talking about my work in China, no one really understand. I think it was out of their understanding. They don't even see that as artwork. They don't even see yeah. that as a practice. So for them, it is it is, it it is like out of their understanding. Like even my parents, they were still trying to understand what I do. Um, mm-hmm. But I think it takes time for them to like, like getting understanding, like what I'm doing. I think my dad is like getting getting the vibe with me. Like he started like a brainstorm with me with all the ideas. But even my dad saw the video it was like, oh cool. Um, I, I is that okay? You you do that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is it right? <laughs>
0: is, it per, is it permissible? Yeah, is it permissible? So yeah, so I yeah I think there is a
1: yeah long way to go uh, about my work in China. So yeah, yeah, I
0: mean it's it's quite interesting because there's so many radical thinkers from mainland China, um, including Kai Guo Qiang. Is that how you spell say his name? 台, yeah 台, the fireworks yeah the, the fireworks. fireworks you know fireworks he's, from, he's from
1: the same province with me no way technically you from the same hometown and see, he, I was thinking is my, he is my favorite favorite see friend. i was
0: thinking about him when you were talking about your work and like there must be something in the water there or something because you 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 guys must be you know, thinking about these elements of freedom and escapism, and and yeah. bridging the gaps as well. Like he's, I love yeah. his work so he's much.
1: Absolutely, absolutely one of my favorite artists in China. And I remember clearly because I was so obsessed with him. I watched all the documentary about him. And I think what really inspired me is all the work he do is insane, insanely challenge. Like just the yes. skydiver, he was trying to like re- like bring that to life for across years like a decade yeah and so before, not- yeah, yeah and then, like in that scale of the work and sometimes it could be just the system shut it down the authority shut it down somehow it could just be the bad weather and the all year words work and just shut down in that moment mm-hmm. then what I learned from him just this spirit that don't give up even though your dream or your idea sounds you know sounds like very out of the words, but just keep doing it until it's, it's real, you know? That's just crazy the spirit he has. It just yeah absolutely.
0: So absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I agree. I totally agree with you and I absolutely adore his work. I've also watched his documentaries as well and he is seriously up there for me, like without a yeah. doubt.
1: Um yeah and also there is a bit that he was working on the Olympic firework. You know oh, yes. Which- yeah and which is such an interesting situation because like olympic in china like you again working with the authority and then in beijing Beijing yeah yeah Yeah. yeah. and in the documentary he expressed the frustration like Mm. how stupid the system is and how how many amazing ideas just be abandoned because the certain rule but eventually he decided to to do it because he said this is my country and i'm in chinese so i wanted to do this you know he he sees he sees the value as an artist to contribute to in whatever you know can bring to the own countries no matter how much the ideas be in, be changed forced to be changed you know what i mean and some artists can just walk away like this is bullshit this is yeah yeah but definitely yeah,
0: standing up standing up for the cause and also yeah. representing china you know yeah. now why yeah. later you know and why just walk away why not represent it now absolutely yeah um yeah. so you know so what's what's on your next agenda then uh in terms of your seemingly seemingly quite protest pieces I would say was that would that be okay for me to say that with your oh, yeah. your chairs your suitcases um yeah, what's next great.
1: I'm actually not a very political person I, I'm so disconnected with the news all that stuff you know like I'm not it's that kind good of thing yeah I'm not that kind of political person like I can't even read news um but yeah but answer your questions yeah next year I know what I'm gonna do um exciting I'm
0: about,
1: yeah I'm do you married- want to share it do you want to yeah.
0: share it with the high pay yeah. listeners?
1: Okay, cool. Yes. Uh I'm very <laughs> inspired. The next year I'm gonna do two projects. One project is about death, which is about the care home. Um, I just have this strong calling about care home. Um, uh, it started with my dad actually start working on a project to build like a new model of the care home in China. And then mm-hmm. I bought the care home into my horizon. Mm-hmm. And also like I'm sim- similar to you that I'm a, quite a spiritual person have a lot of question about life and what's the meaning about the life <laughs> so a lot of a uh, teacher I talk to like the guru mm-hmm. and they all point to me say you have to go close with the death so you'll understand yes. the, the the model of the life which will help you to understand more and I realized I'm being very blessed that in my whole life at the moment the death is quite far away. I never get close to it. So <clears throat> so I want to go to volunteer in a care home. And um and also I start getting understand myself a little bit more, which mm-hmm. is I'm like a sponge. Like one second, getting dry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, drink your water. <laughs> I will drink some as well.
1: So yeah. What was I? Oh yeah, I was like a sponge. Yeah, I'm like a sponge. Um I'm very easy to absorb um the energy and the 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 emotions, whatever the element was in the environment, I absorbed it. So I wanna put myself, put that sponge into the care home to absorb it all and to mm-hmm. see what would come out from me. So yeah just kind of like use myself as like a, a
0: vessel
1: <laughs> yeah a vessel to like a yeah transform that uh yeah totally totally yeah.
0: well i i do believe wholeheartedly that all artists are channelers are mediums are vessels yeah. um but i would say to always make sure that you have a tool to um support your own vessel to of protection you know to have that protective layer as well and i'm if you want i'm happy to you know give you some tips on that because yes, when when we are when we are sponges it can be um it can be Overload. quite overloading yeah vulnerable yeah. exactly the right word yeah. vulnerable um yeah you so, know yeah. like in my
1: in my uh, birth chart the star sign thing i have five planets in pisces
0: <laughs> you're joking my sun sign is pisces
1: yeah i'm uh, sun yeah. moon of pisces and there's like oh. three other planet in pisces so you're highly just... intuitive I'm just highly manipulated with the by the environment, apparently. <laughs> that
0: apparently. that's the shadow, that's the shadow aspect of Pisces. Um, but that's what I say. Like because, because your channel is so open, then then there needs to be, I have to say, need, there needs to be an implementation of boundary settings, therefore. So you can do this with asking your ancestors in spirit to help guard you of mm-hmm. uh, you know, the energies. And also mm-hmm. there are ways of doing it with um, imagining uh, that you're holding a sword of light and truth and mm-hmm. you just hold that sword of light and truth and you just kind of manifest um, manifest it, but also put it down into the ground. Like imagine you're putting it down into the ground, affirming your space yeah. and you're protecting your space and you say, no evil shall enter here, you know, or something of those lines. And this is, this is what I teach with my... Um, my clients as well and
1: uh oh my God, what 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 was that kind of stuff you teaching it's like uh <laughs> well I I have
0: a, I have, a <laughs> have another side business it's not really a business but it's called abstract medicine and I have clients who come to me for readings mm. about their life um I guide them on the right path that they need to be on um mm their love life, their work, their career and I also do healing, energetic healing as well
1: Ooh. which is a form
0: of Reiki or like a form of um, just moving the chi energy from one place to the other other, other place um, especially if that that individual has stuck energy Ooh. that needs to be blocked Ooh. and moved or removed Ooh. and um, transmuted so i i do i offer these services and it's something that i've developed over the years um and something that i've always ex- i've always had the touch but we all do and just going back Ooh. to the art thing is um i wholeheartedly agree that you know you you are highly intuitively and i felt that but also all artists are sponges yeah. and so yeah. let's just go back to you know your you your, you have an idea about the care home system, which is fantastic. Your your dad's involved too, which is great. There's an act of service there as well. What will you do with that concept? Will you be documenting it? Will you be videoing your experiencing your experiences? What will you be doing with it?
1: Well, for me, um, I already knew what the chair sculpture gonna looks like response to that topic. But I wanna again, this will be like a world building project. So everything else, I wanna stay true and authentic to my experience. So I'm gonna start my volunteering next year, like from the January. So I don't want to put down like what I'm going to make because I want to stay true to what my what, I, what my experience is going to be like. Yeah. So yeah At I the know. Time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I know what the chair sculptures looks like, which is the core, but the word around it is open, depends on my experience. Yes.
0: Yeah. Amazing. Um,
1: Amazing because yeah. oh, I, yeah. I know.
0: Yes, yeah. go on, go on, go
1: on. I oh, know. Sorry, what do you say?
0: And I was just thinking because I know that uh, Vanessa Murel, who came to Hype, she yeah. um had yeah she read her poem about one of your chairs. Do you think you'll have another yeah. sort of like? It's amazing. Yeah. Well, she was amazing. She's amazing anyway. Yeah, amazing. But like, yeah, do you amazing. think you'll have like another poetry experience or um? or well, you haven't really thought that far ahead yet. No,
1: I want to keep it open, similar yeah. to yeah. how everything come together. I actually mm-hmm. got the chair first, then yes. uh, <clears throat> then the performance involved, involving mm-hmm. then the sound involving with the performance, and then we have the scent, we have the poetry. You know, everything come together along the way, mm-hmm. and I think that's such an authentic way to make the work as well. It come together on in a in a process. So Yeah, I
0: love that. Have you um, have you heard of the artist Sophie Cal?
1: No, no, I would like to know.
0: Uh, Sophie, I think she's French originally. Sophie Cal, mm. uh, C A L L. Oh, animal Cal. No, Cal C A L L E. How do you spell? C A L L E Cal. Yeah, Cal. Yeah. Uh, First name is Sophie. Yeah. Sophie Cal, she um she's someone who I, I think might interest your work possibly um mm. in, in terms of documenting the human experience of heartbreak mm. and pain, mm.
1: emotional
0: mm. pain, um, mm. through a series of photographs that mm. are in a book that she created. Um mm. and it's quite journalistic in that sense, but it's just a present moment to moment experience that ends up being collated
1: mm. and
0: collected into one form, which ends up being this book. Mm. Um, and somehow she's she's really sh- shaped my thinking about uh, documenting. So for example, even my nude photographs of me painting, mm. that's a capture of my present experience at that time, mm. of an emotional experience I'm experiencing um but yeah i think i think maybe if if that interests you that might spark yeah. some ideas about your your experience to come at the um, care yeah. home
1: yeah yeah oh that's amazing i'll look it up yeah i'll definitely look it up
0: thanks for the reference no, no worries no worries and do do you yeah. do you where will you be going to the care home will it be in the uk or will it be yeah, in, a, in the uk just nearby in the UK. my studio nearby. my home
1: yeah oh also uh just another thing to add up like because you're asking like what's the other things I might do for that project yeah Uh, yeah. I think what I found is there's two things I do really enjoy work collaboratively especially from shape. I learned so much you know how beautiful that is to collaborate with other creatives and bring their talent together into one seamlessly project so I think collaborating with the others, maybe, mm-hmm. yeah, I think maybe we'll, again, like, in a next project, mm-hmm. so, yeah, that's, like, something that's in me, and also the other thing I realized that my work doesn't really limit it in medium, because, for example, the remote, I think, which is, like, involved with mechanical thing, which, m- machine, so I never done that before. I have no idea. I don't even know like which wire going to the earth, like what, what to plug what. <laughs> I have no idea about anything whatsoever. I don't even know how motor works, <laughs> but I do yeah. propose I gonna make a mechanical um shredder. And it was such a challenge because I didn't know anything about shredder. And when I look into it, because the concept have to thread fabric. And yes. the fabric is the most difficult thing to thread <laughs> because really? they're so elastic. So they would just jam the machine. So mm-hmm. generally the fabric shredder are massive. They have like a four to six different blades to grind the fabric down to like very mm-hmm. smaller pieces. Mm-hmm. So to in order to do that for a small scale suitcase, I literally put myself in the hardest challenge. <laughs> and plus, <laughs> I don't know nothing about the machine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, so like, with the time frame that I got? Like, oh, I was like, shit, that's crazy. But the other side of it is like, I never limited on any medium because I don't know. So um, I think it's always the concept first, the idea first, and mm-hmm. I will learn
0: and uh, on the way to bring that to life. So amazing. I mean, do do you think? Um, I love how you're creating solutions out of problems as well. Uh, which is interesting. Do you do you think um you'll be participating in Vanessa's art residency program?
1: Oh yeah. I'm I see you doing I that. Yeah. Go. I hopefully you should put me on the list.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Shut me I down
1: i a residency.
0: <laughs> I definitely I definitely see you participating in that. Oh yeah, so, and also and also yeah. sorry. sorry. Yeah,
1: about guess. the future ideas. Um, and also one is about the death, which is related to the care home. And the mm-hmm. second one is about love. And the title of the show is called Um Still Try to Love question mark. And Mia and Vanessa already have like putting some amazing ideas together. Um,
0: amazing! Yeah. That is yeah, so exciting.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so just to like, give you a little like um snippet of like what the show gonna be like um which is we're gonna i'm gonna build like a two-seat couch black couch and with the back bent over you know like a lot of my chair yes. and we'll have two people have an infinite kiss inside
0: they what they'll be having a what kiss yeah be a kiss.
1: Kiss inside of that bent over couch
0: amazing yeah. and it's going to yeah. be a performative experience
1: yeah again yeah. yeah so that's the core pieces but um yeah everything else will come together so so far we developed the Bandover over couch is the only place to bring the lover together and every other work in a space is the thing that would tear the lover apart mm,
0: amazing so it's going to be yeah. it's going to be an interesting sort of um performance and living sculpture as well yes and, and it's going l- to be in london
1: yeah oh yeah. hopefully hopefully so basically <laughs> yeah we don't know where to share, uh, show it now you just like yeah. the idea but like hopefully or it could be america
0: i don't know like that's it that's it where it goes <laughs> sky's the limit sky's the limit yeah. go with go with um kai's kai's artwork you know sort of concept just keep oh. keep rising up that ladder oh. Oh. um oh. so this is the part of the episode that i really love the most i mean i've I've obviously enjoyed this experience with you um so this is the part where i ask the guests for high pay mm. your three inspirational people who are your three inspirational people
1: oh this is so difficult <laughs> I this know, is some really question hard. you know you need to be prepared to the
0: <laughs> i know the <laughs> It's okay. Oh, well, well you did mention Kai. You did mention yeah, Kai. Yeah,
1: well. I did mention Kai. But like only three out of also many. all so many.
0: Alright. Three, because, <laughs> three of Kai, because of the time so. limit.
1: Yeah, okay, okay. Because Kai will we'll talk about. So Kai is there for the spirit. Um yeah. two other people. God is too many. <laughs>
0: Don't worry. If you can't pick it, it's fine. We can put it on the Instagram. Yeah, I think
1: I've got, I've got it. No, no matter what I pick, it's wrong. <laughs> okay.
0: So there's no oh, okay. right or wrong. Okay,
1: okay. What about sums up my favourite people from this episode? So okay. one be yes, hi, and the other one will be Michael Amorfi, the character okay, from, exactly. the, yeah, from the film. And the third one is you, because you're thanks for finding me. me. Oh, yeah. that's so sweet. <laughs> Yeah, inviting me in this uh, episode and having conversation with me.
0: Oh, that's so sweet. Thank you so much. <laughs> I was not expecting that. I'm blushing. <laughs> 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 that's very sweet. Thank you so much. Uh, and I'm so okay. grateful to have you here.
1: Can I have a photo of
0: us? Yes, yes, of course. <laughs> okay, sure, do it. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. okay, she's taking the photo, hi Bay listener. She's taking the photo. Um okay. And then we've got, what would you share the high pay listeners? You know, three tips and <laughs> tricks. <laughs> I'm all about the threes here. All about the threes. Oh, what would your tips oh. be? Because you did mention actually like what whatever the judgment is, I don't even care, which I thought was quite an interesting. Yeah. Thing
1: yeah oh, i'm not quite philosophy i'm not philosophy what would you
0: what would you give as a an idea like a tip to someone who's starting out as an artist
1: Starting out as an artist oh god i just started in no, a long time ago <laughs> <laughs> but you're
0: you're already leading the way you're already leading the way i'm on my way i don't know what to say
1: um well, well but the, a lot of um advice i received for the senior artists and what they told me is just follow your heart because i was in a place i was having this conversation with henry and i said i know sometimes i'm i can be more strategy of what i'm making you know to fit into the market i know what people want but but i just want to do more different stuff rather than duplicate the one things that people like and then he told me you should follow your heart the strategy might make it work at some point um but but after that you you left no okay what he said was quite beautiful but i can't really sum up in a way um he would say okay the strategy might work but then after the high point you are being left with nothing if that makes sense because you don't have authentic relationship with your practice so apart right. from the success you have nothing left and also, in regard to the success that comes from the strategy, it's boring in a way because you kind of limited your potential because you only yeah. can imagine what you can, because you, you can only imagine what you know. And if, yes. you, if you use that to strategy your career, you can only develop in a certain way.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: if you follow your heart, being authentic, then there's more possibility and more surprise will come.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I I agree. I totally agree. Um, yeah. Amazing. So and who, that's and who not
1: was... my other That's the other I received. No, I love it. I love yeah, it. I think it's great.
0: very good. Yeah. So I just share that. <laughs> and and what would your what would your word of wisdom be?
1: Value is so important to me. Um. So I'm keep searching like what's the true value being an artist apart mm. from the fame? or just, the, the sex? What we're talking about. Then I recently realized that because I recently watching a lot of good film and I feel so inspired, and I realized the power of the culture. So I think the culture is more you know, about like how much influence your brain at this moment. The culture is it exists in the world, and no matter of the space and time, and someone might see it at some point at some place and mm-hmm. they have a response to it. They they inspire them, or they have emo emotional connection with it. You know, like how how I felt after I watched a breathing film, you know, how much I relate to that. That's yes. the power of the culture. And I think maybe that is the true value for me being an artist. Just to create a culture that can be exist in the world and bring
0: mm-hmm. a sort of connection with people amazing so creating a culture that exists in the world to make yeah. a connection with people that's yeah that's more that's than one word not just a word there's lots of words and that's your wisdom yeah. so yeah amazing you're, you're paying for now for words. now
1: for now that's my wisdom for now <laughs> i don't and know that, may, know. Change. that, that may change that may change
0: That may change, but either way, you know, you're paving the way for new hope and a new culture and a new way of seeing things. And I think, you know, you collaborating with other people and other artists as well um, and brands is a great way to interconnect culture and interconnect um, different ways of seeing things. Um, So thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming to High Pay. Thank um, you so much. And sharing your wisdom, I really appreciate it, and I'm sure that the high pay listeners will also appreciate it too. Thank you so much, and let me know when your performance is going to be as well, and keep me posted about your um, your time during the um, your documentation of the campaign. yeah
1: yeah. I feel like there's definitely another conversation we should have. You know, just like the spirituality. Would, stuff. Yeah.
0: Because I, I really love want that. even
1: more, like you know, the manifest things you were like teaching your client, you know, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah,
0: I would I mean, love, I would yeah. love that. We 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 will continue the conversation absolutely. Like so many of my high pay guests, we're still in contact and we become really good friends. So that's it in this episode. um We hoped you liked the episode on high pay. Follow us on Instagram, on Hype A Voices, as you know. Follow Hype A on Apple Music, Spotify. We're all over the place now. Uh, Just wherever you get your favourite podcasts, you'll find Hype A there. Our episodes drop every Thursday. Season two is about to wrap up. So make sure you listen to all of the episodes before we end. And maybe even have a listen to season one as well. We'll be back next Thursday with another inspirational guest. And... So take care and bye for now.